1: Five hundred and fifty-two
2: in our apocalypse series. Yay! <laughs> well, I mean, they weren't all in the apocalypse series, Tom. Well, just the all, last, yeah, twenty-five or so. Yeah, right, well, more than that actually. Now, yeah, I guess it's a couple the last, hundred, buddy. Last 40. Four years times oh, fifty-two. Oh, I was just—I'm ta- <laughs> just talking about. I'm just
1: talking oh, 2020? about
2: uh, t- uh, 2020, you know, Yeah, that's the Fury yeah.
1: Road series, buddy. Yeah. That's- <laughs>
2: that, no, it's just the road, Tom.
1: Yeah. Just the
2: road. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to eat a baby for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> well, I guess some, some big stuff has come up. It's funny. Cause Cecil and I were just talking before the show and he's like, Hey, did you hear uh, Trump pardoned Flynn? And I was like, when did that even happen? Yeah. Oh, just this afternoon. Yeah, it I'm was like, just Fuck. this
2: afternoon. Yeah.
1: Because I thought the big story we'd be talking about is the official-ish beginning of the
2: transfer of power. <laughs> Biden finally won. <laughs> Biden, <laughs> he won so many times this last time. He kept winning and winning and winning and winning and winning.
1: There's a joke that I barely understand, but I understand the gist of it. I, I laughed. It was something like Biden has won Michigan so many times they have to call him Ohio State now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow college football. It's still a funny. But you joke. get where it's going, yeah, it's right? Still yeah.
1: a funny joke. Uh, I was like, oh, that's that's fucking money. That's uh, that's so great. That's so good. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's been winning. He's won. So they this last week we talked about Giuliani and his and his. Uh, we found out. I found out too from a couple people that it actually is not hair dye that was dripping on his face. Evidently, there's a a side of your head, uh, make it look fuller stuff that it's okay. it's like a mascara type thing that people put on and that's what was dripping down. So it's not hair dye. It was a product to make his head look like a little less bald and oh, okay. So it's so like, it's, it's, it's not like hair like, dye, but it's a coloring for yeah, the hair. <laughs> it's spray. It's spray-on hair. Tom essentially right, yeah. is what it is, <laughs> and uh, and so that's what was happening. But anyway, he had you this know, really unhinged press conference. Go ahead.
1: It, it, it makes a lot of sense that Giuliani's fucking mascara would be running because he's oh, yeah.
2: all the time he's constantly on his on Trump's dick. He's choking no, on it, so no surprises that his mascara Absolutely. is running. Absolutely, I'm surprised he didn't speak in a series of clucks and gags <laughs> when he was on the on the stage. But anyway, uh, he had this really unhinged woman come up and give this very uh, shaky, almost to the point of cry break. Uh, speech. Her name, I think, is Sydney Powell. Yep. And so she stood up next to him and gave this very, uh, really emotional, with zero substance talk about how they were going to, you know, stop all this voter fraud, et cetera, et cetera. Evidently, she went on a couple of networks, one American news network and a couple other places, and started talking about within days after this. Started talking about how she was she was going to convince people to not vote in the Georgia runoffs because Georgia was going to certify for Biden. And so she was trying to convince Republicans not to vote. <laughs> and immediately Trump's team sent out a message and said, She's no longer part of the crack legal squad we have. We have disavowed all relationship with this woman because she's a fucking insane person. She is crazy. <laughs> she was. She was originally making the
1: rounds as part of their elite strike force or fucking A-team or like...
2: Double ultra ranger sealed lawyers or whatever. That's like, that's like pulling back the curtain to your elite strike force of, of Navy seals. And they all look like Chris Farley. Yeah, right. Um, it's it's like do, that guy. They do a squat and they're, they're, they're fucking, their back opens up and their ass <laughs> is hanging out of their, their pants in the back. Get out of here. It's like that guy at the bar. It's like, yeah, I was a Navy seal.
1: And you're like, really? Can you say one true thing about the seals? And just, I mean killed I was in- somebody with a paper clip. I mean I was okay. an actual seal and I used to catch
2: fish in my mouth. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you don't
1: believe me? Watch me balance this ball on my nose. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I clapped real well. <laughs> or or, or. <laughs> Anyway, but she she, she went out and she was talking about like Dominion, about uh-huh. the computer system Dominion and she was talking about how Dominion was a tool Manipulated by Venezuela and China, China. and Cuba,
2: Hugo Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo
1: Chavez, and and so these third rate, oh, well, with the exception of China, these fucking third rate autocrats in in other parts of the world, oh. and somehow fixed our voting system to flip something like up to three percent of the Trump votes over to Biden. You're just like, for fuck's sake, this is. So complicated, and and all this series of things that have never happened. This never happened right, to the most.
2: Right. I I do want to on a on a side note. Dominion feels like a weird name for yeah. something like that. Aren't there Dominion people who think there's like seven? Different stages of grief in the government or whatever. No, seven different pie <laughs> We've pieces. Seven different, all, buddy. there's seven different yeah. pie pieces. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's, what it is. Pie that's what it is. It's the pie pieces. Those are the pie piece people, aren't that they? Is the pie. Yeah, it is.
1: It is. It's the prayer warrior. Prayer like. warriors. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah, we covered them before. We covered them a long time ago where they stand up and like stand in your lawn and <laughs> fucking freak out and shit. You're, it was, it's fucking crazy. So she was going, she was making the rounds and she like even made it to Tucker Carlson and Tucker Carlson was like, well, uh, if this is true, this would be like one of the most massive voter fraud and and criminal conspiracies of all time. Like I have some questions about it. And she got mad and didn't want to answer Tucker Carlson's questions. And then now the Trump team is like, she was never part of it. It's not even just that they fired her. Right. They're saying she was never a part of that That's team, amazing. but she was
2: standing <laughs> she, at the same she press gave conference. A, she gave up, a, she talked at it. What do you just let <laughs> like random people that aren't part of your team talk <laughs> during conference? How your can press all these conference? things be true How at once? How is that even possible? <laughs> and if that is true, if that is true, you should be fired just on the spot for that, right? You never, should lose your job just because you let that happen somehow, that some rando made his way. On stage, and you didn't stop him. This would be like finding out.
1: This would be like if you and I were like, Ian has never been employed by this show. We have never heard of Ian. We don't, Ian. We disavow Ian and everything
2: Ian has done and everything oh, Ian stands. What the fuck
1: are you talking about?
2: Oh, it's amazing, Tom. What are you it's saying? So good. But I want to. Cl- I want to say this though to everybody yeah. out there. This is a perfect opportunity for someone who's very nefarious or many people who are very nefarious to go out of their way to create a Twitter account that's Republican, Georgia voter, 61456, put a picture of a bald eagle or a truck nuts or whatever you want as the profile picture. And then begin tweeting about how you are going to boycott the runoff because Georgia went to Trump (laughs) and do it over and over Over and and over over. and over and over and over and continue to tell people, everyone you can, comment on every single large Republican's, uh, you know, Twitter feed over and over and over and continue to tell them how you are, there's no way you're going to vote in these runoffs because these Republicans didn't come out and protect the state for Trump. Oh and you do it. That over is so delicious. And over and over. And you know, it, could, it might just campaign. it might actually be a couple of people. Who knows? I mean, man, if, <laughs> who knows who could get involved in something like that. But they would have to be pretty nefarious to do something like that. Yeah, that like would be that. wrong to it do. It would be wrong to do. But if so someone were to do don't it, don't send
1: us any yeah. screenshots of people doing that.
2: Yeah, no, that would be terrible. I would hate to
1: see it. I, I would, would not even want to read uh, them with glee. Gosh, it'd be terrible. Yeah.
2: So I just wanted to say that out loud because I you know, it's like one of those things you you think of and it's so horrible. Horrible, and you can't help but share it with people. That's the way, <laughs> that's where right, I feel. That's right. the way I feel about it. So, oh
1: Cecil, did you see? Um, did you see the the, the parlor got hacked for a hot minute? I didn't know. Oh my god! I so this, this is. I've I've got I've got to I got to read something to you. So somebody I don't know if it was a full hack, but somebody was able to somehow get a hold of a Twitter uh, customer service handle for Parlor, and so people were they were responding. Um, <laughs> as if they were a customer service representative for parlor to legitimate parlor questions. So people were on there and they're like, yeah, I, I have these problems or whatever. And so this person was, was answering them. I've got to read a few of these because okay, they're just yes, amazing.
2: Please. Parler, if you don't know, by the way, is like a Twitter alternative for people that are really upset about free speech, but it really just means they want to say the n word a lot and not get in trouble. Right? Yeah, that's what it means.
1: It's more racist Twitter. Yeah, like (laughs) I don't even know how I don't know how that works, but that's what it is. But it's more
2: racist (laughs) Twitter. Uh,
1: Question: Um, How do I change my at name? It's way too long. Answer from somebody with a legitimate Parler customer support. Response, depending on which state you're in will determine how complex the process will be. However, usually you can pay a small fee, show your ID, several proofs of residence, possibly a confirmation of citizenship at your local licensing office, and you can change your name to whatever you like. (laughs) There's a couple more that are great. We've had a lot of activity over the last few days, and we're excited to meet and help you all. Welcome. Question, is porn or nudity allowed on Parlor? Yes, they are permitted as long as they meet the following guidelines. 1. Video angles must be classy. No one wants to see just two asses clapping together. 2. Speak for yourself, God damn it. <laughs> All subjects must be consenting, of legal age and Caucasian. This is parlor, not National Geographic. <laughs> So if, under eight, if if under 18 is it blocked, I wish there's a way to not have porn on media sites or apps so as to protect children and have way too much freedom on these apps. I appreciate the feedback. Pern, her, porn hurts people in many ways and degrades women, and this answer is fucking great from the parlor. To be honest, we at Parlor have gained a lot of new members based on our philosophy of not censoring anything and being a proponent of free speech. That means we're finally making that money. If we started censoring people who like to look at breasts online, we would also have to censor all of our new members that like to look at political information that isn't grounded in any facts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they answered dozens of these. That's amazing, Tom. It's so great. Amazing. It's amazing. So that's great. amazing. I, I love. <laughs> I love too that they somehow get hacked pretty early on in their whole yeah. thing. You know, that tells you how secure everything is over there. Goodness gracious. But anyway, um I'm excited though, because you did start out our initial conversation by saying that there is a transition. And there yep. is a transition happening. They uh the 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 department that is sort of responsible for that is reaching out to Biden. However, Biden did say that Trump has never talked to him since. <laughs> I know. It's just like, he's like, fine, stupid. you can move into my house, but I'm not going to be there. Stupid face with your winning. <laughs> <laughs> and and really now, and I did see your article about this, and I have to agree, you look at the swings. You know, I know we have a stupid system in this fucking dumb country with this fucking electoral college, which is the stupidest fucking system, but it genuinely was a fucking landslide. Yeah, it the, was not close It now was that not have all up. And it wasn't it was just- close in it was close in Georgia. It was close in Wisconsin, but really every other place on the fucking map, not even close. it was not even remotely yep. close. Yeah. Not it even It just remotely. took so long. Yeah.
1: Like the the nail biting scary part of this that made people like myself raise my fucking hand and say like, it should not have been this close, lamenting the, and it was like, it was a fuck, it's over 80 million people. Yeah. At this point yeah. that have voted yeah. for Biden. On a, on a broad scale of, hey, I'm looking sideways at my neighbors, you still should because 70 million people voted for Trump. but 73. 73 million. But you're still 7 million people more. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot more, man. And they're still counting those votes. And those votes that they're still counting are coming from predominantly Biden
2: yeah.
1: uh, a- areas. When this thing is all done and said and shaken out, it's not close. It's not close from an electoral perspective. And it's not close... From a just total number of people, yeah, and that percentage voted
2: for the right, and guy. percentage too. The percentage is a huge swing comparatively. The the recent in recent memory, Obama beat I think McCain by more percentage, but that's only that's the only only one recently that even can compare. Yeah, this is a crushing victory.
1: Yeah, it's just like I said, it's just. We've changed the way people vote. This is the first election we've ever had, which has had so much external voting, right? Yeah. Where the voting wasn't done in an internal polling place, and it's like it's a lot to keep track of. It's the first go round at yeah. this new expanded system of mail in voting and expanded system of of absentee voting. Yeah, and that process, we
2: I think we've we're growing into it. I hope it, that they, it had some problems. I hope they keep it. And I hope it stays after the pandemic. And it's, it's a thing that occurs from this point on, because, you know, as much as the other people, the, the, the other side who did vote for Trump came out there, there's a side that just really just found its own voice in this election yeah. to, uh, to, and you know, the sad thing I think is, is that the Senate didn't, didn't shake out how we thought it was going to shake out. And, and, uh, uh, we got a message this week from someone who had said, you know, because I had said last week that it, 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 you know, there's a lot of lot of data points that point to Republicans turning on Trump and voting down ballot Republicans. And they commented and said, well, that might not be. It could just be that some people came in and didn't care about uh, the uh, the Senate. They just wanted to vote Trump out, and that's it. And they didn't pay attention to anything down ballot. And that's a possibility too. I'm not going to discount that as a possibility. That's sure. also a possibility too. But we also saw that there was uh, enough votes, and and especially places that were polling very high for the Democrat, that those Democrats did not win, and they they got beat pretty soundly. Yeah. So you got to look at it as an opposition and not just a failed vote.
1: Yeah. I, you know, the only thing I hope we change. Well, not the only thing. but one of the things I hope we learn from this and change from this is to pass some laws that allow the states that weren't allowed to open, sort, and count their mail-in I ballots know. until the last minute. That created so much unnecessary tension and anxiety. Yeah. And uncertainty. And the uncertainty was exactly what Trump has been leveraging. Yeah,
2: it was what he wanted.
1: <clears throat> right? That that uncertainty, though, is artificial. It's a bullshit uncertainty. It's structurally created in, in order to, to disenfranchise mail-in and absentee ballots, in order to get states... To count as more important ballots that are cast in person, yeah, right. So we got to fix that part that, that that part of the system. It's a structural problem in the system. Fix that, and man, I mean, this is the biggest turnout we've had in a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the percentage of the available percentage voting population, of yeah, percentage yeah. of people, it's huge.
2: Yeah,
0: free speech though. This is where we're protesting? This is a right where are the cameras.
2: They're in the free press zone. And if you could save your comments until you're completely loaded into the cage. Okay, have fun. Enjoy your right to free speech. The armed forces welcomes your dissent. So, Cecil, if you thought
1: uh being a protester was rough in the US, uh, and it is, by the way. Jesus,
0: yeah.
1: Um, Singapore, Singapore has the most like the most fucking zero tolerance policy on protesting ever. I just gotta read this. Singapore is first of all. Singapore is not fucking around. Singapore is, is like you spit on the sidewalk and you get caned. Like they they are not fucking around. Yeah, yeah and for I don't sure. think that's an exaggeration. I think that's actually true. They are the most not fucking around uh, authoritarian government ever. Singapore's smiley faced activist in one man protest charged with unlawful assembly. Jesus Christ! Assembly. It's one guy. <laughs> it's one guy. This is there's a picture of it. He's just standing there with a small piece of cardboard, about 18 by 18, with a fucking smiley face. Yeah with a fucking permanent marker right, or whatever right, inked right. on it. That's he's standing in front of the police station. This thing lasted one minute. Exactly one minute, yes. One minute. One minute. He was arrested. He's arrested for this. Um on Monday, he pleaded not guilty to charges of two offenses under Singapore's Public Order Act. Could be fined up to five thousand uh, Singapore dollars, It's thirty seven hundred dollars for each case. He posted bail of fifteen thousand Singaporean dollars. So it's about ten thousand dollars in bail. Has to go back to court on Friday.
2: Are they going to make him was- hold a sad face now outside? <laughs> <laughs> Do it and you'll like
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) This this same guy is like he's a Singaporean activist, and he he basically does these tiny little protests and he gets arrested for them. And they're I just I fucking love the balls on this guy's like, okay, I live under one of the most obviously authoritarian governments possible. I'm just going to hold up a smiley face for 60 fucking seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll be $10,000. In previous arrests in 2018, he'd held a sign calling for the dropping of criminal defamation charges against an editor and writer um, at an online news website. So he got arrested for that thing. This one is amazing. He was previously convicted for organizing a public assembly without a permit after he invited a Hong Kong democracy activist to speak over Skype. What? At an indoor meeting. Authorities claimed he did not have a permit (laughs) for a foreigner to speak at the event. Motherfucker was on a Skype call. This
2: guy got fucking arrested for being on a Skype call. And he still got fucked by it. That's ridiculous. The guy's name is Jolivon... Wham, by the way, (laughs) his name's Wham, and one person protest, and you get arrested. That protest should probably be called a careless whisper, don't you think?
1: (laughs) Oh, Cecil, come on,
2: it's a wham joke. You know, I was funny because I looked up Wham songs earlier because that's uh, uh, because I wanted to see if I could find one that would work. And uh, and that's actually a George Michael song. That's not a Wham song, by the way. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's, I, I don't. I didn't see it in their catalog. But the other thing I, I found today was Wham Rap from 1986. What? I'm not going to play it on the show, and I because because every time we play something like this, we always get fucking flagged, and we get I get a message that says, "Oh, you're, copyright you're violation." Fucking, uh, Time Warner or whatever and then they send you a fucking copyright file so I'm not going to play it but just Google Wham Rap it's amazing it's the greatest
0: thing you've
2: ever heard in your life (laughs) it's worse it's worse than the Blondie rap in that one song do you know the Blondie you know Blondie oh my god yes yeah the one Blondie song where she she raps and it's the worst thing you've ever heard so bad it's worse than that guys it's so bad the last thing, by the way, from
1: that Singapore story I want to read is Singapore uh, it does allow public assemblies, but only at Speaker's Corner in Honglin Park, and it's currently closed. <laughs> <laughs> they have one place in all of Singapore where you
2: can gather and say something, and they <laughs> closed it. It's like that place in in, in England where you could go scream at each other. <laughs> yeah. Did you go there? I didn't know. Oh, we, didn't we go went there. there. It's just a bunch of religious nuts. Yeah. I feel like it's
1: it, it is a hundred percent just religious nuts literally standing on boxes yeah. and just barking out their fucking jib jab. I thought it would be really kind of fun. I thought it'd be like, oh, like maybe it's gonna be like political speech or whatever. It's it's just like the most annoying activist you've ever seen. It's like it's fucking all it is is just like PETA and fucking pastors. It's PETA and pastors. <laughs> It's like filling a pita full of pastors. That's how bad it would be.
2: (laughs) You throw blood on one of those guys. They love it. You throw blood on another. They hate it. It's just crazy. Everybody's unclean.
0: (laughs) For here am I sitting in a tin can.
2: This story, this story gave me life. It just gave me life when <laughs> I saw it, Tom. I love it so much. This story is fucking, again, it's peak 2020 because now,
1: now the monoliths appear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. This, is,
1: DPS crew uh discovers mysterious monolith from air in remote Utah wilderness. I double-checked this. This is everywhere. You can find this. Yeah, Everest. it was on it's I legit. Love
2: Science or whatever. It was, yeah.
1: The Utah Department of Public Safety helicopter was assisting Utah Division of Wildlife Resource officials counting bighorn sheep when the crew spotted something mysterious from above. The discovery was made Wednesday. One of the biologists is the one who spotted it. We just happened to fly directly over the top of it, said pilot Brett Hutchings, which is the most I'm a helicopter pilot name ever, by yeah, the way. Brett, Hutch- <laughs> Brett Hutchings. Helicopter pilot. <laughs> yeah, of fucking course you are, Brett yeah. Hutchings. <laughs> Fuck you. And your fucking rippling abs, you dick. You know Brett Hutchings has fucking aviator glasses and a sweet leather jacket, and he doesn't look like a douchebag when he wears it.
2: Stupid sexy Hutchings.
1: <laughs> yeah. So according to pilot Brett Hutchings, he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Turn around, turn around!" And I was like, "What?" And this is in the this is this, in is, not, this the, is the this quote is in this the, is the article. article. Yeah. And he's like, "There's this thing back there. We've got to go look at it." <laughs> The crew circled back and landed the helicopter to take a closer look. They couldn't believe their eyes. Tucked in a red rock cove was a shiny metal monolith protruding from the ground. I'd say it's probably between 10 and 15 feet, said Pilot Brett Hutchins. (laughs) We were kind of joking around that if one of us suddenly disappears, the rest of
2: us should make a run for it. (laughs) One of you turns into a baby or whatever, and you're you're at a table, a weird table for a little while, and you get old, and you become a baby again. It's a a weird thing. It's just fucking like chimpanzees banging fucking sticks against it and shit. It's so good. What I love about this is that someone went to all the trouble to take this thing out into the, to the wilderness and then they didn't tell anybody about it. Right. They just put it somewhere. In the and middle they, of nowhere. And then they, and they just hoped that someone would come across it and find it. It's amazing. That is amazing to me, right? Because, uh, you know as someone who creates things i create you know, certainly create video audio and you know and you may or may not call it art it certainly is what it is right i'm not going <laughs> to. i'm certainly not going to say it is art or per- profess that it is art but as someone who's a creator the thing that you want is for people to find it right the thing that you right. want is to share it with others to say look what i made right, right. uh my wife's an artist she posts uh, pictures of her drawings as they are drawn. She will t- finish a day, take a photo of it. And if you scroll through her timeline on Facebook or whatever, you're, or on Instagram, you're going to see these drawings as, they, as they're as worked through. She's sharing it the entire time. Artists share their stuff. But right. this isn't this is the exact opposite where someone created something and the fact that someone found it outside of them telling people is actually part of the art. And that's right. really yep. cool. It, it is
1: so great and it, it's not just plunked there it says it's firmly planted in the ground it makes you wonder how long it's been there the the people that put it there see so they
2: could be fucking dead man it could be yes we have cuz that movie is old, known there's right? no so the movie around it. even that movie's old right so right. if if it was a spoof on that movie that movie's what 50 years 50 old years now 50 years old yeah yeah i fucking
1: love this we are just 2020 is at a place where we're just finding mysterious monoliths in the desert. I love it so much. This is the beginning of a fucking B sci-fi movie. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it.
2: I'm happy to have the aliens come down give us the vaccine so we don't kill each other and we're essentially the antibiotic chickens that get brought to a factory (laughs) farm. I'm okay with it then. At least I can go out to eat once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) I I went into a Jimmy John's today. Uh, for the first time in a long time, I've been. You know, I, I normally don't go out. Uh, I'll order food to get delivered to me, but right. I really, I rarely go into places. Did you um, go for the free smells? I went in just because I I was hungry and I was looking for something to eat that would be fast that I could just sort of quickly grab on my way to the studio. Sure. And so I drive by, I see it, I go in, and I walk in, and it's been so long I've been since I've been in a restaurant. I nostalgically thought how awesome it would be to just sit in there and eat a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I'm staring at the terrible cracked subway tile that goes up to half the wall. The place is dimly lit. There's a couple of booths that I know for sure are uncomfortable. I know they're not comfortable. I know it's uncomfortable to be in there. I know that I'm going to be annoyed because someone's going to be talking really loud on their phone while I'm sitting there. But there's a (laughs) part of my brain that said, wouldn't it just be awesome just to sit and have a sandwich in here? Right. You know? Oh, that's God. the that's where we're at now. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, man. Like bring on the monoliths.
1: Yeah. <laughs> bring look, man, bring on all the monoliths. Yeah. We are an hour and twenty-five minutes away from wanting to send a poet. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. Where does it hurt? We're way up at the top part of my thigh. I don't know, about a centimeter below my ball sack.
2: <laughs> Let me take a look. How does it feel when I do this?
1: Uh I don't know, doctor. I'm not gay. Are you sure? Uh, good point. I'm convinced. Let's do sex.
0: Oh, yeah. F, yeah. Oh, yeah. F, oh,
1: yeah. F, yeah. F yeah. Oh, F, yeah. This is just so mean. This one is. Oh. Everything about this story oh, is just so God, mean. It's so shitty. It's so uh, shitty and mean. Or This is from Oregon Live. Oregon man sues. Alleged he went to doctor for distress over marital woes only, fi- only to find out the physician was having an affair with his wife. Jesus Christ. A Bend, organ man was experience- experiencing depression as a result of his failing marriage. So he went to his family physician. And his family physician, by the way, is a fucking quack, right? So I gotta I gotta throw that out there in the beginning. The guy's a fucking quack. He, it says later in the article, and I'm not gonna read the whole article, but it says later in the article that um, he's, a, he's a complete fucking quack. He's a... Acupuncturist and osteopathic manipulation and biodynamic cranial osteopathy certified laughter yoga leader.
2: Yeah, I. I actually, In addition to traditional medicine. Yeah, I actually did a Google search because I didn't know what it was. Biodynamic cranial osteopathy, and my computer just put a pop up that said, "No more internet for you for today." <laughs> I said no, you're a not laughing allowed to, yoga. You're not allowed to look this up. Go away. <laughs> You're on timeout from the internet. So you can't even. I, I when I read the laughing yoga,
1: I was like, "Yeah, it's because he's bending this guy's wife over, <laughs> laughing at him the whole time." Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> the guy just laying on the ground doing the rolfcopter constantly. That's what he does. It's laughing yoga.
1: So, so this guy goes to his fucking quack doctor, and his quack doctor is like, "Yeah, man." I'll fucking treat you. And he gives him all kinds of fucking advice. He gives him he gives fucking him herbs. Yeah, he gives him and weed. And fucking breathing techniques for his depression. Yeah. He prescribes him marijuana and CBD oil. What he doesn't describe him
2: is, hey, man, I'll stop fucking your wife. <laughs> Jesus It Christ. sucks so bad. And it, and it sucks because he goes to this guy, he goes to this guy, and this guy's been. <laughs> This guy's been <laughs> balls deep in his wife for three years. Yeah, I know, it's, like, <laughs> it's not like a passing
1: thing. Yeah, no, this wasn't a weekend away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how many times, how many times do you think you can get certified to be a laughing yoga instructor in three years? Like it's a <laughs> lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just so mean. It just it's sucks so, so, so bad. Fucking mean. And it, and it, in a way, don't you think? Well, I mean, he's a quack, so it doesn't matter. At least he's definitely studies some quackery. Um, but it, you would think that if I keep hurting you, that would be against that oath that I take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a there is
1: a specific kind of mean spirited to this to be like. Yeah, I, I know I'm fucking this guy's wife, but, like, I also know how much it hurts him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, because like he's just coming in and telling you all the you're time. You're so aware oh, of it.
1: And you're just like, so man, that that bad. does really hurt this yeah. guy. Maybe I should. now give him some pot and keep Maybe fucking I his wife. Maybe <laughs> I
2: should up his prescription. That's what I'll do. <laughs> so up his mean. prescription. Yeah. What a mean person. <laughs> Sucks so bad.
0: Lost Weight fast, probably too fast. The stress it put on my body made me slip into the bowels of a red nightmare. I sleep in my oven, my hair falls out in clumps, I cry when I see a tree, and I burn symbols into my house pets with a curling iron. But it's worth it, because these days when I'm wearing a black jumpsuit, I look like a closed umbrella. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this story comes from Retraction Watch. And what I like about this story you, is, first of all, there's a thing stories? called retraction. Where watch. are you finding stories, <laughs> I look where I look, Cecil. Uh, the internet's a big place. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like two scoops or wherever I was last <laughs> week. I know you yeah, <laughs> have scoops. Car scoops. scoops. Car scoops. <laughs> Co authors of paper on COVID 19 and Jade Ambulance blame the online press <laughs> and social media for
2: misinterpretation of retraction letter. Admittedly, so, they were pretty on point with their original letter the yeah, original, I know. original point i don't know how you misconstrue what they say
1: so there there's a there's a paper talking about how jade amulets may prevent COVID 19 and then they got criticized like crazy for it and then they were like wait a minute i think that that the, the sum of that criticism is unwarranted and they said of of the uh, they said the conceptual understanding and far-reaching implications of such an unconventional approach a complex idea that employed concepts and frameworks from geology geophysics and condensed matter physics may not have been clear to them at all <laughs> and you're like all right that's a fucking word salad of gibberish but you're saying like look you didn't understand and later they said we never said that it it prevented COVID nineteen but a quote from the paper says. Nephrite jade amulets, a calcium ferromagnesium silicate, may prevent (laughs) COVID-19. You can cut out the part about it being a calcium ferromagnesium silicate and read that as jade amulets may prevent (laughs) COVID-19.
2: What the fuck? Where do you got to put the jade amulet? Because I only know of jade that goes somewhere very, very intimate. That's egg-shaped. That's That's egg-shaped. That's a
1: shaped Amulet-shaped?
2: Where does that go, in your ass? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Where do you put
1: it? Ooh, Ooh, I feel the buzzing of the crystals or whatever.
2: (laughs) You reach for the jade amulet, it burns your hand, and so later on when you go grab a hold of when you have to go find that thing in the desert. You have oh, to there. you have to fill like your hand with plaster or whatever. How do you think he did that in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Raiders of the Lost Ark is a terrible movie, by the way. I hate Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs>
1: you hate it's all the worst. Indiana jokes. It's a
2: terrible movies. movie. God, it's so stupid. With the photosensitive traps that the fucking Mayans have <laughs> or
1: whatever. It's so
2: fucking stupid.
1: You know, what I, what I love is having been to Belize and Guatemala and gone through the Mayan ruins and, and looking at like, the current infrastructure of Belize, <laughs> they certainly, they don't, they don't have really to make, I love that country um. and I had a great time. But I'm telling you this
2: is not a technological exactly. powerhouse. <laughs> so funny. And that guy you he can burns drink his and hand drive
1: legally. He burns and his hand
2: in that movie and then I guess he makes a plaster casting of his own hand or something <laughs> later on. I don't even know what he does. Yeah, they never <laughs> What do
1: you do? They never address that. It's just yeah. like it's a perfect They burn. also
2: don't address either that fucking Indiana Jones swims out to a closed submarine and then later somehow winds up swimming away from said submarine. <laughs> <laughs> and you just think, well, how the fuck did he get there? Did he just, did he climb in and nobody saw him? You can't just open up a submarine. We, what are you talking oh, we about? Oh, should have locked the goddamn submarine. Well, so I didn't ridiculous. think of, that, you and know then what? that woman who's in the back of that, clearly in the back of that thing and it blows up and then the next scene she just Oh, I was in a different pot or whatever. <laughs> this is the worst movie. It's the most continuity errors I've ever seen in a movie. It's the worst. People <laughs> lap it up too and say, oh, it's great. I can't suspend enough disbelief in that movie.
1: <laughs> Cecil, it is thousands and thousands and thousands of times better than The Crystal Skull, though. It is. i, I, it is I I'm not going to argue with yeah, you. Thousands. But, that, but that's
0: just saying
2: they went downhill from there. Yeah, but pause and consider the starting place. Yeah. But yeah, the crystal, crystal skull. Skull is, the crystal Skull is an absolute four-hour ball-kicking. That's what it is. And it's only two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you something.
1: We're going to get so much fucking hate for Indiana I care. Jones. I don't I hate Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones.
2: I hate it. It's the, it's the worst movie. <laughs> it's terrible. You're wrong if you like it. <laughs> so everybody likes it, though. Everybody. Then they're all wrong, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will get a lot of shit for that. I know, I know it's I so will. funny. I yeah. know I will. I know. I know. To be really frank, I think that that movie has a lot of really awesome character building in it, and it, I think it's, that it's that's just what fun. it's a it's a fun character building movie, and I think that's really really fun to watch. Um, but the movie itself has so many grievous, terrible writing errors in it that it's just. It's just so hard to get away from those and still think that's a masterpiece. You know, it is what it is, and I'm okay with it being a fun movie, but it is not the masterpiece and doesn't belong on those big, you know, best Uh, movies of all time movies. It's not one of those. God may be using this as
1: a wake up call. This coronavirus may be a privilege because I'll tell you right now, there's a much bigger judgment coming. It's in the Bible. This story comes from CNN.com church patriarch dies from COVID-19 after leading open casket funeral of Bishop killed by the virus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just going down their ranks. At it some really point is- it's going to be the fucking gardener is going to be holding there's nobody left. It's going to be, it's going to start with the Bishop and then it's the fucking priest and then it's going to be a friar. And then like some random layman from the church eventually who's it? Who's who's at the end of this thing? Who's at the end of the fucking
2: weird Orthodox COVID-19 murder rainbow. <laughs> I gotta say. Well, I, I think eventually you do get down to a fly because it's the spider <laughs> that kills the fly. But um, but you know, this uh they they hold this this uh funeral in a nice enclosed space. The guy dies of COVID and they're all kissing the body because it's their it's their custom to kiss the body. And I have no idea if the COVID stays on the body after it's fucking dead for a couple of days and it's just sitting around. I don't know what happens. But there's enough people around yeah, where, you know, you probably shouldn't kiss the same body someone else kissed. You shouldn't you be know, taking your mask down to kiss them. Also, every single one of these guys in this outfit looks like Sean Connery with a long beard. Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm not wrong, right? You are not wrong. Every hey. single one of these guys. Cecil, so I would not
1: doubt... That, like i'm I, i'm I feel fairly calm I'm not I don't know for sure, but like yeah, I'm, like I'm I feel reasonably comfortable saying the virus probably dies with that person, but like when you fucking treat this guy like the blarney stone <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> like we're in a place where we shouldn't be we we you know, you tell kids at a certain age like don't put your mouth on things, man. other right. people put their right. mouth on right. that. Right. That does include corpses. <laughs> Maybe you should just make it a general rule not to
2: make out with the dead, you weirdos. I wonder that's if, a weird custom. It certainly is. I wonder if it's like the Blarney stone there, Tom, where the after so many people kiss it, it starts to get raw and chapped. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a porn dick after so many times it gets like <laughs> Worn out to the nub. It's like a nub on the side. <laughs> what happened to that guy? Oh, he's a Blarney stone. We had to kiss Rather, him to death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Either that or he's a Serbian priest. Oh, uh, it's just hilarious. These guys all come out and they just, they just, it's, it's crazy to me that these people do this thing. And, you know, we were talking about COVID before we started, Tom, about how it's surging here in the States and it's surging like in the States, like it's surging nowhere else in the world. Um, it's still surging in the other parts of the world. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that you guys aren't stupid too, but I am gonna say <laughs> I am gonna we say win. we are dumber. We yeah, are right. way dumber. Uh, this last week I saw images of, and now so Tom and I are recording this a day before Thanksgiving uh, because both uh, uh, Tom and I are gonna have our own Thanksgiving, and then we're doing a thing on Friday, so we just didn't have time to record the show other than this day, uh, but but the the images from o'hare for thanksgiving the weekend before were it's bustling, ridiculous dude. it's hump it's bustling Ridic- it's, they I, were saying yeah. it was it was as, it was as packed as it was pre covid yeah that's
1: crazy that is not i i took a, it's so funny man i took a flight in october and the numbers in october were nowhere near the numbers that they are now there's no fucking way I would go to an airport right now. Right. There's no fucking way. I went to an airport in October. I felt like I could have fucking taken off my pants and run free. Like there was nobody in the airport on both ends. So I flew to Ontario, California, It's a tiny airport. There's fucking nobody there. Went to Midway. There was nobody there. The plane was a third, not full. So they don't, they don't sell the middle seats anymore on Southwest. So I was like, yeah, all right. And there was a third as many cases. There's three times as many cases. And you're gonna get in a fucking airport security line where you're fucking crotch to ass with a thousand other people standing in line. Right? What the fuck is Hey grandma, I brought you some fucking COVID for the holidays. It's
2: fucking insane, man. But Who's that's doing uh, that, that. There's gonna be a lot of people traveling and, and there's gonna be a lot of people getting sick. This is this is just the start. Yeah. Four weeks from now, you're gonna see death numbers you you did not think you were gonna see. Uh, yeah. It's going to be really bad. And he doesn't feel scared. Um, he doesn't feel, I oh, don't scare him. So he won't bite and he
1: hasn't got venom. Now that's a python, but it's very difficult in, from a distance to, to tell a python from a, um I might have to cut him biting my neck.
0: <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. What do you do?
1: Well, if I watch the telly, Should be able to. Can you get a close in on this? Oh,
0: my God. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, he's going to let go. Yeah. Did that hurt? No. Sorry about that.
1: So I know one guy that uh, is absolutely not worried about COVID at this point, not just because he's had it, uh, but because he's evidently British Rasputin. This story (laughs) comes from NDTV. After malaria and COVID, British man survives cobra bite in Rajasthan. This fucking guy
2: with the unassuming name of Ian Jones. <laughs> that's <laughs> what, that's the kind of name a superhero picks though. That's true. Right?
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. You know that. what I mean? See,
2: you're expecting it to be a Brett Hutchins. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's not a Brett Hutchins though. No, it's an Ian no. Jones. Yeah. No, it's Ian Jones. Yeah. This fucking guy gets dengue and malaria, was recovering from that. He fucking gets COVID. Then he gets bitten by a goddamn cobra. <laughs> And he's just like, yeah, fucking Ian Jones doesn't give a shit. this is the guy who's doing charity work. Yeah. He's a
2: British charity right. worker. This Un- is the guy who's doing good shit and getting fucked for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't, he's just like, yeah, all right, whatever. He doesn't give a shit though, Cecil. This is the kind of guy, this is like one of those guys that gets in a car accident and gets like thrown out of the car and somehow like runs, like lands on his feet and like runs four steps. Yeah. You know, it's like, Bah-da! the aristocrats. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> This is this guy like gets bit by the snake and the snake dies from him. That's what <laughs> is. the snake gets covid. <laughs> Holy shit. He gets bit gets bit by this fucking cobra and he's like he's walking around, he's conscious. His symptoms were blurred vision and difficulty walking. Yes, because you got bit by a fucking cobra while you had malaria and dengue. (laughs) I call in sick to work if my fucking sandwich bread is a little stale
2: in the morning. Are you fucking kidding me? I call in sick to work if my car seat heater doesn't work. Fuck you. (laughs) I don't even take my car to work and I call in
1: sick. (laughs) Can you imagine if this guy got a fucking man cold, how tough would his wife be? Right? Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, this is all we do. We did it about cows a few years ago. Uh, cows are farting, it's them. That's all we do. We blame it on other animals farting. <laughs> We've got jets and SUVs. <laughs> do you think it might be you guys? No, I heard that cat did a fart. <laughs> so,
1: this story comes from uh, IFL. I love science.com. For 15 years, Sweden thought enemy submarines were invading its territory. Turns out it was herring farts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My favorite part of this whole story yeah. is that the way the guy figures out it's herring farts, right? So like like herrings have this little gas pocket uh, that's connected to their anal tract and that little gas pocket fills with stuff and they get into these huge giant pods of herring and they swim around and they've been hearing uh, these these sounds in the fucking water <laughs> yeah. and they're thinking that they're that they're uh russian submarines because russia right. did have a submarine back that, in the 80s uh, yeah that crashed there and had uh uh weapons or whatever on it and there's uh there was a geiger counter stuff going on and so this fucking guy <laughs> He, the way he figures it out is he <laughs> he buys a herring and he squeezes it.
1: <laughs> this guy is the only person who's ever proved with pull my finger. Yeah, this is literally, this is literally, he needs to write his, his
2: his doctoral dissertation needs to be pull my finger. He's doctor, pull my finger from this
1: point on. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, that, that'd be like a weird. Intro to the demonstration. I'm picturing like he's standing there like it's Shark Tank, you know? And he's like, okay. <laughs> a herring and he's just got this herring and he's like, all right, well, what are you going to do? He's like, well, has this ever happened to you? <laughs> My international waters are being invaded by hostile Russian submarines. And the judge is like, that does happen to us here in Sweden. It's like, well, holds up herring. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, And the the funny thing is, is the moment he records this sound of him making this squeezing the farts out of this herring, he records (laughs) the sound and he sends it to people and they say, no, that's it. Yeah, that is exactly what we've been hearing is (laughs) herring herring farts in large scale for a long time thinking they were submarines. Yeah, well, I guess herring are the only fish that have this
1: unique connection of their swim bladder to their anal duct. Yeah. So it's not like this happens everywhere, just where there's enormous populations of gassy herrings. <laughs> <laughs> there's herrings with like a Brussels sprout thing. They're just like, oh, just whatever. I had some onion soup and some Brussels sprouts. I'm a fucking submarine, bitch. Bunch what do of- you
2: want? <laughs> Bunch of herrings unbuckling one layer of their belt and putting one <laughs> fin in between their pants and their... <laughs>
1: They're they're lifting up onto one dorsal
2: fin just burp. burp. <laughs> you would think that the flying fish would be the ones that would need a little extra push. But it's the herring. It's the herring. That, it's like it, it makes the sound of the turbo boost from, from Knight Rider. <laughs> and
0: see, this is an unloaded gun. This is a clock full of cent too short. All of them talk about Glock 40. Okay, I'm the only one in this room professional enough that I know of to carry this Glock 40. I'm the only one All right. See this gun right here, guys? Listen. See this gun? Look. Hey, girl. it's healthy. Okay. It's an empty weapon, guys.
1: I love this one too. <laughs> <laughs> this story reminds me of the, the samurai guy from last week. Yeah, right, right, right. Shit
2: just is so it's convoluted. So fucked up. It's so fucked up you think. I don't know that what? I know more. I don't know that <laughs> yeah. I know more now. Did I read this yeah. whole story? Yeah. I don't know anymore
1: now. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is from KCTV5. Biker with meth falls during race, accidentally (laughs) shoots himself before getting hit by
2: car. I think that's it. I think we got it all. (laughs) I will say that is an amazing title because it does encapsulate the whole story, (laughs) which which is a page turner, (laughs) let me tell you. Uh, So
1: the police narrative is the best part. While racing, the subject lost control of his bike. Talking about a motorcycle, by the way. Lost control of his bike and wrecked. During the accident, a weapon in his waistband discharged, striking him in the hip, and he was also struck by another vehicle <laughs> that fled the scene. <laughs> but the best part is, he was transported to an area hospital with critical but not life-threatening condition. This is the this is Ian Jones, fucking yeah, this exactly. is Ian Jones in a fucking motorcycle yeah, race. He had
2: in his other pocket was a Cobra. You know. <laughs>
0: Insane.
2: This guy, what they don't tell you is that helicopter pilot Brett Hutchings raced him to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets, he's racing, loses control of his bike. <laughs> shoots himself. It's amazing. I love that he shoots himself. High on meth uh, like hit by a car. Oh, uh, it's so good. You, have you ever seen that video of that? <laughs> one guy in the classroom talking about how dangerous guns are. Oh my god! Yeah, shoots himself and he tries
1: to like he's like he actually to his to his credit he's like wow and he kind of is like that's. Is, I'm talking about the same one. I think the, so, he's yeah. like a cop. Yeah, he's like a he, cop. He doesn't like crumple from it or anything. No, no, no. Clearly no. hurt, but he's just like okay. I'm in front of all these kids. I better I, look. I just like want you not- to know.
2: That's painful. <laughs> Do you remember in that one class though that we took, we took you and I took that uh that um that concealed carry class and they showed that one video of epic fails with guns. Oh, it's the scariest where, thing you and I've ever watched. Genuinely I I would Asshole watch clenching. I would watch Live people get murdered, and then they would perform an autopsy on them before (laughs) I would watch something like this again. It was unreal. So nerve-wracking. It's so nerve-wracking, because you don't know what's going to happen. The one guy who looks down this barrel at the squib load, and you don't know if he's going to get it. You don't know if he's going to pull his—if he's going to just lean back, and there's going to be half a head.
1: Yeah. So, guys, so this guy, like, he fires his shotgun, and he's terrible. He's got—I just have to complain about him for a second— He's shooting a shotgun at, at like from six feet away or yeah, something, and a at, like a jug of water cans cans or, or something. something. Yeah, yeah. A jug of water, and he misses the yeah, first badly. shot badly. Not even well, he misses badly. Wait, wait, I can't even understand how you could. He's so close; he could have just poked at it and knocked over this fucking water jug. <laughs> he shoots it again, and like the, there's a squib load, which means that the primer goes off, but the 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 main charge in the in the shell does not go off. So fucking knuckle nuts. Puts the goddamn shotgun butt on the ground, leans forward, and stares down the barrel of his fucking gun. And at just the right second, he leans back a little bit. Yeah. The gun discharges and
2: shoots a fucking hole through the brim of this guy's hat. Yeah, and and one thing you learn about squib loads is, is that the, the, the firing pin may have ignited. It's just slowly igniting right. that power so the so the powder inside can still explode it just doesn't do it right away so what you think might be a misfire might be a squib load so they always try to teach you to to treat those like hot loads not like the porn <laughs> not like I a can't porn hear you say hot loads. not like a porn guys that's different that's a different hot load so just don't get it in your eye Is and that if the- you want to have a hot load you can go to adamandeve.com type in Gloria checkout. You can shoot things onto your hat or onto your face, and it's a lot safer than a bullet. Just go to, safer. go to adamandeve.com, type in Gloria checkout. You'll get 50% off almost any item, and free shipping. It's a great deal, and they are a wonderful sponsor of the show, and they pay Ian's salary. So if you like Ian, you have to buy things from adamandeve.com and use Gloria checkout. That shotgun should have tapped him on the shoulder, is all I'm saying. <laughs> like <laughs> The shotgun knocks on the wall beforehand. It's like a glory hole. It just knocks on the wall.
1: Well, um, we'd been down at Options Tavern at a Stubby's and Singlets party and uh, Beautiful. got dropped off by a <laughs> mate up the road and
2: started to walk down the survey, get some noodles, and uh, <laughs> went to jump over a sign on the way and <laughs> he slipped over and busted my plugger.
0: <laughs> That's so Australian. Oh, busted a plugger.
1: So, this story comes from abc.net. Man, I don't know. I read this story. I still don't know what the fuck is happening. Melakuda
2: College. This is so those. first of all, maybe it's there's just a Malacuda Australia College. Maybe this is just an Australia thing where they they just presume that you understand everything, right? You know, <laughs> maybe the level of 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 Australian newspaper reader is much higher than our level. Well, I don't no know. Literate at all. Yeah. I
1: would suspect that it is. Uh, Malakuta College investigated after a totally unacceptable sextile incident on muck-up day. What the fuck? A, what a No what day? idea what muck-up day is. I, I read this whole article. You'd never get to know what muck-up day is. No, you don't get to learn. We're going to learn about it this
2: week, though. So we will, get, we will get messages from people who tell us what muck-up day is, muck I guarantee.
1: So the Department of Education and Training is investigating to figure out what the fuck happened at this place. Um, at the school's muck-up day, it's alleged that a student brought a female sex doll to the school. Okay, that's inappropriate. But then the teachers, including the principal, start screwing around with this thing. Yeah, start
2: playing with it. Yeah.
1: Like they're writing it down a slide yeah. and they're playing with it and they're like dressing it up and like walking it around. And this is a school with primary, it's called
2: college. But there's primary school kids. There's five-year-old kids. But then they tape it or tie it to a pole and start dumping water on it. I don't even know. First yeah. off, that's a weird kink. Let me just say, I you know, I don't like to kink shame, but if your kink is tying a sex doll to a pole and pouring water on water it. Water on it? Yeah, you got a very, very unique kink. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I'm saying. It's very unique. Super, super specific.
1: Yeah. How, would you, like really, how would you
2: feel if if your one of your boys came home from from school and said there was a suck style there? You would feel I, weird about that. I, I would
1: be outraged.
2: That's a school. Yeah. Like they're yeah. not supposed to be. I mean, and and one of the things that they say in
1: the article one of the one of the girls was like this is incredibly demeaning. Yeah, like it is incredibly demeaning to take a lifelike effigy of a naked woman yep. and to abuse it in front of children. Yep, 100%. Like, there's no world where that is not a horrifying, demeaning thing to do. What the fuck is going on that some student, I can see a student doing it, right? Some dumbass kid buys a fucking sex doll, brings it to school. Well, what the fuck is going on when the teachers and the principal were like, "Whoa, why did we think of that? I <laughs> started like <laughs> when it, when it, co- it when- down
2: the fucking slide. When it shows up, they're like, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> It's like bringing it to the water park and going down like the lazy river on it. So muck up day, Tom, is (laughs) a senior prank day. It's a type of organized prank pulled by the senior class of the school, college or university to cause chaos throughout the institution. Pranks are usually carried out at the end of the day of the senior at the end of the senior school year. As a going away mark for the school, in some cases, it has become something of a tradition, and it's known as Muck Up Day in Australia. So, okay, um, so, All it's right. so it's a senior prank perch. day. It's like yes. it's the So they have <laughs> next year. They're tying a real woman to that pole. <laughs> Guaranteed. They just lock up your are- daughters. Lock up
1: your wives. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great tradition, Australia. Just have like. Wreck the joint. Well, day. I, I mean, here it's in, Bogan in day. here
2: in uh, here in, in the states, I remember. Don't you remember? Locally, maybe fifteen years ago, there was a whole group of girls that beat the shit out of other girls with live fish or something. Do you remember this? <laughs> when they were sli- they they were dumping cut up garbage, gross. Like fish parts on women's heads and smacking them with fish at one of these senior prank days. You don't remember them beating each other I with fish? This. I don't remember this. They were like squeezing this. herrings in each other's faces and making them fart. I'm not making it up. I'm not making up the fish beating. That happened. That happened here. So I can't, I, you can't talk about, but it was like a sorority or something. But it was, maybe it was a sorority. Maybe it was a senior prank. I don't remember but it was uh, but the, the, there was a there was a group of people in our area somewhere that beat the shit out of other girls with fish while they were on the ground, them <laughs> in the face <laughs> with a full salmon or something. I remember it happening, um, and I remember too, uh, one of those girls uh, that was one of the people who beat the shit out of all the other girls with a salmon came into a class I was teaching in college. And it was a class on the internet, and I remember we were talking about search engine optimization at one point. And uh, and she asked me, she said, "I have a problem with search engine optimization. Every time you search for my name, the first thing that comes up is that I beat a girl with a fish." <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, Were you just like, well, maybe I, don't be known well, for that? My, my suggestion was you can change your name. Here's how you do it. <laughs> you want to go by your first name and your middle name from now on. Just drop the last name.
1: Uh, Wait, the, the, the best way to not be known for that is to not beat anybody exactly. with a fish. fucking Exactly. I'm you know Google my name real quick and see if it says I beat anybody with a fish? <laughs> no, look, it doesn't say anything about beating people with a fish. Uh, Uh,
2: yeah it was in 2003 amateur videotape shot the scene it was at Glenbrook North High School so it was here in in Illinois they were throwing objects at him including large plastic buckets one girl walks behind a seated girls and slaps them in the back of the head the other girl appears uh, holds up what appears to be intestine and one and had and wrapped pig's intestine around another girl's head um five girls were treated at the hospital at Glenbrook North Hospital um Basically it started out as a fun hazing and our uh initiation into senior year, about ten minutes into it, everything changed, buckets were filing, people were bleeding and girls were unconscious. Oh my god. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? Yeah. You know you have to look around at the end of that where you just there's intestines and fish and fucking yeah. bleeding kids. Like that escalated very,
2: very And very it, it escalates even farther, farther down the article, Tom. It says, witnesses also reported urine, feces, and fish guts were thrown and others had been forced to eat mud. <laughs> what in the world is... Yeah, so it, that's what happened here. And it was more than 15 years ago. It was 17 years ago, so...
1: How in the fuck are you the ringleader for that? Okay, um, so Susie, I need you to bring the poop. <laughs> And then-
2: yeah that's a weird potluck
1: you know right. what I mean? it's,
2: it's a weird potluck side up sheet i'll bring right. the fish guts i have a pig intestine at home is it is it like a white elephant you just grab <laughs> the one bo- the one piece of bodily refuse that you have and you have to share it with others okay joan you always say you're gonna bring cups
1: uh, always say you're gonna bring cups. Do bring cups every time. Can you time. shit in one of them? Uh, I mean, be a team player. Shit if you in a shit cup.
2: in them, if you shit in them, then I'm gonna get two other girls. Right, <laughs> and then we can.
1: Now I got two girls that want to bring one cup. I'm only this one isn't gonna cup. Work. That's ridiculous. The internet won't accept
2: this. <laughs> and let me tell you, if they search for that on the internet, they find it every time. <laughs> We're not doing it. Take off your mask. Take off your mask.
1: This story comes from unsurprisingly Alabama, (laughs) but although this is from Tennessee, Tennessee mayor won't require COVID masks until the Holy Spirit says so. Uh, all right. The mayor of a Tennessee County on Alabama's Northern border says COVID-19 cases are increasing there. So he acknowledges it, but he won't order residents and visitors to wear masks until the Holy Spirit moves him to do
2: so. This is where we're at, man. This, this is, is where we're at. This is what, yep. Tom and I were talking about disinformation before the show started because both of us watched a a movie on Netflix. Tom, do you remember the name of it? I don't remember the name of it. The social dilemma. Social dilemma. Tom and I watched, uh, which. Parts of we hate it because it's really well done. It's really poorly done, and parts of it is amazing because it's really interesting interviews. But uh, but if you watch it, I do not endorse the dramatizations at all. They're terrible. No, that just yeah. cut it out. It didn't add anything
1: oh. to the to the
2: movie yeah. at all. Like as a documentary, just a third of it could have just gone out. You're right, and and also you're trying to get me to believe that that one kid with the receding hairline and he just got a <laughs> divorce is in high school. Get the fuck out of here. He looks like Steve Buscemi out coming. Up with a skateboard over his shoulder. Hey, fellow kids. You know? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, that it's dude so lives stupid. next door to Millhouse's dad. So I mean, that guy, <laughs> that guy's worried about his screen when it breaks because he breaks his screen at one point in the in the in the dramatization. And he's and he's worried about uh uh getting his screen replaced. And I said, just break into your 401k. There's no more penalty for you. <laughs> it's not a penalty anymore. You're gonna be fine. But uh, but anyway, in this movie they talk about disinformation. And they talk about the spread of disinformation. And this is one of those things that we are seeing come to light in the coronavirus epidemic. You know, we saw it before and it's not new because Tom and I started this show years ago talking about anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxers have been around forever. Quacks have been around forever but the ability now to share those types of ideas with other people and the problem of youtube rabbit holes sucking people into those places and those spaces to find out about these weird things that they might not have ever been exposed to is really dangerous
1: it used to be that if you were if you if if you had some idea the only way to reach an audience with it was it was to get that idea past an editorial board That was how you got, right? Like you could write a letter to the editor. You could write an op-ed you had, but there was a barrier. Now everybody's got a bullhorn. And we believe in the democratization of information to such a ridiculously high extent that you hand every idiot a bullhorn and everybody believes that like, well, I saw it 12 times. So, you know, the frequency, the iteration of information makes us think things are more true than they are. Yeah. It's it's no
2: good. It's no good. the bullhorn, the bullhorn's always been around, right? And I, and I will say, I knew about quacks 10 years before I started recording Everyone's a Critic even that were giving out videotapes and selling videotapes to people because that's right. how they had to reach you. But that's a barrier to entry. Yep. There's no barrier to entry at all yep. on YouTube. There's no barrier to entry to watch a Flat Earthers video now. Now, yep. there was before because he had to pay his bills. He had, to, And there was a grift. There's also clearly a grift, right? The reason why these people that I know even had videotapes of quacks is because the quack was selling them stuff. The yep. quack was selling them tree oil and, and fucking toenail clippings or whatever the <laughs> fuck the quack is selling them, but they're <laughs> selling them garbage, yeah, right? right? yeah. And they're selling made a them lots. Waist. And they're selling them lots of garbage over the years. And they're buying more tapes. And then they're sharing those tapes with the, the people the spread of disinformation is naturally stifled by the barrier to entry with cash. It's yep. just naturally stifled yep. there. Now there's no barrier to entry. There's no there's no baffle to slow this garbage down. And now we're seeing it with COVID. You can go on the internet right now and you can watch hundreds of videos of people being confronted when they're not wearing a mask and they will say the dumbest shit you've ever heard a human being
1: say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's and and people it doesn't matter how much you argue with these people, it doesn't make because, you know, they're able to find echo chambers where everybody agrees with them online and they they are not confronted with what you would be confronted with without the reinforcement of that space. You just, you're just not, you would have, you'd have enclaves for sure, but like stupidity moves at a faster rate online than it does in the real world. It just, it runs into barriers where, where smart people are like, no, not here. You're not welcome. Right. It's, it's, it's problematic because in the online world, you just be like, I just won't go there anymore. Still, I don't, you know, and and that's it. You self-select into your own fucking echo chambers. So now you got the fucking mayor in Tennessee of a town with a fucking COVID surge who does not believe that masks are necessary until the Holy Spirit fucking comes down and cum fucks his ear or whatever he's got to do. <laughs> what the fuck? The Holy Spirit has to show up? Like, maybe listen to an epidemiologist. the Holy Spirit was going to fix this, if God was going to fix this, he wouldn't have made viruses. Viruses are just mean. <laughs> I agree. Right, I agree. They're just a mean, if you were creating, if you were playing SimCity, Cecil, and yeah. you wanted everyone to live and to prosper, there's never a time you'd be like, well, we'll just give them a virus. Yeah. Just throw a virus in there. Well, why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. I don't know. Fuck them. That's yeah. why. Yeah. I'm, yeah, that's not, that's not how you create prosperity and like goodwill at all. That's how you
2: create viruses. <laughs> What do you think about Biden's uh, announcements that he's been having about? He's created a team already that are all doctors. There's not yeah. a single pillow manufacturer on there, which <laughs> I'm super hyper happy, happy about. The Casper but, guy. <laughs> there's not a. There's not one. There's not one guy on there who sells pillows. There's not a. There's not a reverend on that list, which is amazing. So very happy <laughs> there's not a guy with an animal husbandry degree or whatever yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody should have told trump that while you do need to hire
1: experts it's important that they be experts in the field yeah, of in study the like in that's, the thing you're
2: looking for yeah not just generally uh, i'm an expert yeah, it's just, like I'm it. just
1: genuinely <laughs> <an expert. laughs> i've only hired experts yeah. okay
2: look man yeah. Mm, I understand that you can tie a square and out real well or whatever. <laughs> but we're not looking for that today. We're not hiring for that. Look, um, I-, I know you're a baller herring, herring squeezer.
1: <laughs> like, you can squeeze a herring.
2: No one's doubting your ability oh, to make man. fish fart. That's uh, terrific. I will say, though, that it's, it is heartening to see at least a cast of characters that aren't just grifters, right? I get that he's gonna. he's almost certainly going to dip into a pool that people will find distasteful. I think I think Biden will find some advisors that other people find distasteful. Even, for sure, even, he'll go to industry. Even, uh, yeah, even Democrats that'll look at it and say, oh, I, I think he went for a corporate shill in this position. I think we're going to see that. And we might already be seeing it. I'm not sure. I've been following all of his appointments so far, but we may already have seen it, right? Um, and so there's going to be people who are going to be pushing back on some of the things that he's doing. But it's heartening to at least see people that, Um, that aren't just grifters or idiots or people provocateurs in these positions. And I think that that is something that feels, it at least feels more normal now. It feels, it it, feels regardless of, regardless of whether or not I'm crazy about those policies and I'll be damn, I just want fucking Rahm Emanuel to stay the fuck away from this administration as much as possible. I want him to stay, you know, as far away from this administration as I hope he doesn't get a job there, but you know, even if Rahm Emanuel got a fucking job there, I still wouldn't be as upset as if the fucking pillow guy got a fucking <laughs> job
1: there. Yeah, I you know, at the very least, he has pledged that he'll have an educator be the education secretary and not right. a fucking Amway error.
2: Right, right, right. You That's know? somebody else. Or somebody who's not qualified to do the position like Ben Carson. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, ben Carson, a neurosurgeon is going to be the fucking director of, of, uh, housing and urban development. Really? Yeah. Really? Why? Yeah. Cause he put an, he put a fucking addition on his yeah. mansion once. Right. Right. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs>
2: yeah. I will say this. Um, we were talking about it last week, but, um, this Friday, this show may come out before then. I'm not sure when I'm going to get a chance to mix it, but this show will be out sometime either before Friday, we have our live stream to save the Senate where we have a bunch of guests on, or after Friday. After Friday, that um, that uh, that donation site for this, uh, Saves the Senate, is still going to be open. And we're still going to have uh, that donation site up and available to people to go and donate on. And so they can go and donate. And we don't see that money. That money goes directly to the candidates. It never crosses our hands. It's It's in fact using the software and the company that the Democrats in that runoff seat, in, in those runoff seats in Georgia are using themselves and it connects directly to their campaign financing. So um, so those are already being, that's, that, so that's up and you can donate. And the reason why you want to do that and the reason why we want to try to flip these Senate seats, even if it is going to be a real difficult thing is because the, the appointments, it's the appointments, yep. man. Yep. You can't yep. appoint anybody if they have if they have 52, I am sorry, you're not going to get appointments passed. You're just not going to no, get anybody yeah. appointed.
1: McConnell already said, if we keep the Senate, call me the Grim Reaper. Yep. That's what he has said. He we we have a Senate which has a current leadership which has come out loud and said, I am going to be an obstructionist to yeah. governance. Yep. That's 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 yeah. where we're at right yeah. now. We need we need a functioning government we have we ha- do not have functioning government if you have purposeful um ideological obstructionism that has no basis in policy or merit
2: yeah it's going to be it's going to be a massive uh, obstructionist slowdown of everything and they won't get yep. anything done they won't get nope, anything nothing. of substance done anything that i mean yeah you can do a lot of uh executive orders but at a certain point you're not going to have appointments that you want and you know, like I was saying before, you're going to have Kasich. That's going to be your guy. He's going to yep. have to. You're going. He's going to have to be part of the administration. You're going to have Mitt Romney as fucking the Department of Energy guy or whatever, because yep. you're not going to have anybody else. <laughs> well, because you're and, not going to be able to find anybody. And if if we don't get the Senate, then the only way that we're going
1: to accomplish anything is with more executive orders, which continues yep. the power creep yep. problem into power the executive creep. branch.
2: Yep, hundred percent. So after the fact, if you want to find it. I'm going to hopefully have Ian add it to our, uh, to this, to this episode show notes, but please check out, it's a live stream, the live stream to save the Senate. It's actblue.com, actblue is one word, actblue.com slash donate slash podcasters. And actblue, like I said, is the, is the, um, is the place that uh, both of these uh, Senate candidates are using for their fundraising on Twitter. Uh, you can still donate. There's still time to donate. There's still time to uh, to hopefully get some money down there so that that money can be used to help uh, to help people knock on doors, to help people make phone calls, to help uh, to help pay for advertising, to help pay for billboards, to do all those things that that we use money for in politics. <laughs> So uh, we are not doing email this week because we had a short week. We hope uh, you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We'll be back with our live stream this Thursday night. If you missed the live stream to save the Senate, there's three hours of hopefully good live stream for you to check out. <laughs> we haven't recorded it yet, but we're super excited to have the guests. That it's going to be awesome. So you can go to YouTube and check it out. Um, it should still be posted there. Three full hours of wonderful uh, live streaming with all our guests raising money for the Georgia candidates. The link will be on this week's show notes. Uh, We are going to be back with another live stream this upcoming week. So Thursday night is when we do our live stream, Thursday night at 9 p.m. Central. Come check us out. Come hang out with us. We're going to have a great time. Uh, Hopefully, as time goes on, it's less and less about Trump and more and more about just normal shit that we used to talk about before there was (laughs) Trump. I know. Um, How great will that be? uh, It'll be so good. But uh, but anyway, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we are going to leave you like we always do with
1: the Skeptic's Creed.